I am so proud to be partnering with Girland to bring you this episode of Rain. Rain is all about encouraging you to take care of yourself, and that's something Girland has been doing in the name of beauty since 1828. Something I really love about Guerlain is that they use the power of nature to make luxury beauty products that nourish everyone. And I really want to tell you about their new Abbey Royale Double R Renew and Repair Advanced Serum, which uses the scientifically proven healing powers of honey. Guerlain scientists have brought together two exclusive technologies to create the serum's double youth surge. The first renews with white honey and AHAs that create an advanced peeling effect, and the second repairs with bio-polyfermented honeys for an advanced lifting effect. And after using it twice a day for a month, your skin will feel lifted, smoother, and brighter, with your pores more refined, gorgeous, and natural. To find out more about this revolutionary product, head to Galan.com. Hey, I'm Josh Smith and welcome to Rain. And I'm so glad you're here, babes. This podcast is all about opening up, having important conversations and celebrating successes, as well as overcoming obstacles to reign over our own lives. I love to chat to people and I always find things in these conversations to take away and use in my own life. So I really hope you'll find the same as well. Welcome to Rain. As a massive Stranger Things fan, I'm so excited that today we're joined by the show star, Natalia Dyer. Natalia has been on quite the journey with her character Nancy over the last four seasons of Stranger Things, from chilling adventures in the upside down world to undercover reporting on the Hawkins drama, whilst falling in and out of love and slaying monsters along the way. It's all in a day's work for Natalia. Today, Natalia talks about how finding overnight fame affected her and what the show's intense scenes have taught her about her physical and mental strength. Plus, she tells me about the plot twist from season four that had her shook and what she wants to see happen in the final season, including dun-dun-dun, who she wants to see Nancy end up with. Natalia also shares some amazing words on the lessons she's learned from therapy, which really speak to what this podcast is all about, finding and being true to yourself. So get ready to feel inspired. Now, crowns at the ready. Let's rain. Well, hello, babe. How are you? Hi, I'm, I'm really good. Yeah, I'm lovely. How are you? I am so good and I'm so excited to talk to you. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. And I mean, you are fresh off some incredible success right now with Stranger Things season four. So let's get into it. What was the plot twist that really shook you this season? Because my God, the twist of turns, it's an emotional roller coaster. Gosh, yeah. I mean, I think for me, a lot of it, I've been asking the Duffers um, pretty much every season, like, what, so, like, what is actually going on here? Like, what is this other dimension where these things come from? What's happening? You know, what's the mythology? So I was pretty um, excited to, to get into that and see how everything started um, and, and really in a way that I could not have predicted. So that was really interesting. Um I also just think like the new characters themselves, you know, like adding new characters into this already pretty like tight uh, ensemble is always like, oh, what is that? Like, that's new. How does that work? How do these people interact? 
Um, so having having like um, Joe Quinn, you know, I worked with him quite a bit, but that was such a like a fresh new energy, and you know, obviously like his you know his final moments in the season that was pretty that was pretty rough to read um but yeah there's just like a lot of it was a lot of explaining this year there, there was a lot of figuring out what's what's happening what's going on and how it works to some extent you know mm. and amongst all of that you are the true slayer and the hero pretty much of season four. In my opinion, when you shot Venka square in the face, I was absolutely screaming. It was so good. How good did it feel to deliver that killer blow? It was fun. It was fun. I mean, look, I'm not, I'm not, not into guns in my real life. Um, but it, like it, it was a, it was a really fun thing to do in such a like safe controlled like i mean the safest so safe environment but it yeah it just kind of feels pretty badass just shooting it it's so loud um you, know, you get the kickback and everything and it's really you're like wow this is not you know your normal day at the office um but yeah and then to see it yeah it was pretty it was fun all all of those those kind of sequences are really fun to shoot when you get to be like oh yeah you get to be like a badass today okay cool <laughs> you're like i'm just gonna get my badass suit on i'm gonna <laughs> get my in the mindset like it was so good and then at the end of all of that then there's this huge cliffhanger and we're all looking forward to the fifth season already i mean you haven't even started it yet but if you could be in that writer's room right now what would you want to see happen in the final season? If you could have your power and your sway, what would you want to happen? I mean, oh, they wouldn't want me in there. I think as an actor, I'm really concerned. I mean, yes, I want, I, I feels like every year, Nancy just, you know, it's just like bigger and, and badder and she does, you know, cooler things in my opinion. Um, and that's always fun. So I'm like, yeah, more of that would be great. But I think it being the last season and just, such a journey for all of these characters from where they've started to where they are now. It's like, I think in my mind, I, like it's completely impractical, but I'm like, I want a scene with like every single, I want to know where all these people stand. I want to see a conversation between these two people. I want to know what that person thinks of that. Like, even like my mom, Karen, like that dynamic, like when is she going to find out what's going on? And, and, you know, revisiting like Mike and Nancy. So it's honestly, it's a lot of just like, <laughs> like the emotional character things are the things that I really um, hope that you can work in. Cause in a show this big with this many people and this much going on, these many special effects, you know, those, those moments, you really kind of like, um, cling to those because I think you know that that's where the heart of the story is and they know that and I think they're gonna do a great job but I, I think I would just be you know I, I think they'd be very annoyed with me I'd be like oh but what about like these two people can they talk about this because they never talked about that we never saw them talk about that um but yeah we'll see we'll see I think it'll be I have a lot of faith in, in those those writers I mean, they are geniuses, but it is a very treacherous place for characters living in Hawkins, isn't it? Do you ever worry that Nancy could be next? I mean, yeah. I mean, for sure. It's very, you know, it it feels like they've survived so much up until this point that surely somebody, you know, one of them does something that they just don't come back from, um, which I know a lot of people say that about each other. They just want someone to like, die um but i personally would like 
you know, it's hard to think about anybody else dying um, with Miss Cheryl because you just, you know, you really like these characters. But yeah, it's always it's always an option, isn't it? I mean, it'd be kind of it'd be kind of sad to get to the final season and uh, die then, I guess. But we'll see. Yeah, it's it's you know they're they're doing some pretty big stuff. It's amazing to me that uh, not only have they survived, but they've also stayed in Hawkins. At least you know most of them have. Where it's like, when <laughs> at what point are you just like maybe we should move? Like maybe we shouldn't live in this town anymore it feels pretty cursed uh in a way but you know if they stick it out they, they face it head on yeah they it's probably time to move really given everything that's going on but they just mm-hmm. stick to it just feels like there's there's you know plenty i'm sh- like you never hear about any of the surrounding cities really i'm sure they're lovely i don't know it's all it's all hawkins isn't it <laughs> Um, in the same way, it's, I, I feel, I think it's really funny that Nancy's still thinking about college in a way. Um, it's like, you know, she's been to another dimension. She's fought these monsters and she's still like, no, no, I'm going to get my degree. <laughs> like, this is, this is where, this is where we're going. Um, so yeah, it's just kind of funny. I love that for her, but that's what I love about her so much because she's never just like I mean traditionally in these kind of shows she would just be reduced to being a love interest but she is a very for multi-dimensional character and she's so integral to the plot she's the badass babe who we all love (laughs) but do you still find it hard and challenging to find multi-dimensional roles like this still and what kind of frustrates you as well about the kind of sexist way some female characters are still framed by audiences as well. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think there's there's increasingly progress um, in characters and in movies and film and TV that just get, you know, looked at and funded and actually made. Because, um, you know, there's a lot of brilliant writers and, and you know, female writers and, you know, there's, there's a lot of these stories that are just out there that, you know, it's, it takes somebody kind of like financially giving it, um, you know, the time, the money and then the energy to make it. I mean, yeah, I've, I've read so many things that it's like, oh, this is just the the girlfriend role or this is just the, the daughter or just, you know, these kind of like stock characters and sometimes the dialogue. You're like, who talks like that? Um, you know, or even just... You're just like, yeah, one dimensional, you know, like either like they're, they're very neat or they're, they're a messy person. And I think, you know, it's, it's always nice to see films or read scripts where you're like, oh, that reminds me of my friends that I, you know, or me, like real, you know, real women who are very complex and, um, you know, have, have a lot of conflicting energies or not just one note. But I also think it comes down sometimes to, you know, I hate, it really annoys me when people have, like, perfect hair or, like, perfect makeup when they wake up in, in film or, like, their clothes are just perfectly... I think, you know, the way that we, like, just present women aesthetically um, a lot of times is, has, you know, some some work to do um, in the film world. But I do, you know, I, th- I do think there's 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 hope. And, it, you know, it's, it's nice. I mean, yeah, the, and like any of these characters in this show could have been one dimensional. But I think, you know, having this much time and I think the doctors really love these characters and the actors love these characters. And they just they've had such a chance to, like, grow and grow with all of us. 
um, which has been really nice. And it's not, you know, it's not every day that an actor gets the opportunity to keep returning to a character and like watching them go through this like longer journey. And I think as well as that though, everyone is still so obsessed with who she ends up with <laughs> at the end as well. Like everyone <laughs> yeah, yeah. just wants to know what's going to happen with Nancy's love life. And you're a bit like, I mean, she's also killed a lot of monsters, so maybe let's focus on that a little bit more. But, <laughs> but like, is there someone you really want to ship Nancy with? Is there someone you're like, this is where I really want to see her ending up, and this is who I want to see her ending up with? I mean, I'm loving this 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 romance content that I've been seeing. People just <laughs> really shipping that um, Robin and Nancy together. I think that's interesting and fun um yeah it's really like it's really hard to think about who she's gonna end up with they're just you know it's just where do you go from here and why does that yeah i think like between jonathan and steve or yeah jonathan and steve they're both very like she loves both of them you know in different ways it's like it's such a traumatic thing that they're all going through that they're all bonded and they all care about each other and there's just there's so much there's yeah there's so much more than just these you know romantic feelings going on so sometimes it's just hard to think about and I just usually leave it up and like whatever you know the duffers I trust them they'll you know we'll we'll make it work whatever it uh ends up being you know as an actor it's your job um but yeah it's it's I could see her not being with anybody in the end to be honest um you know I I I think it's just like so much to process what's what's going on and I just I I don't I don't think she's in a headspace for romance really personally. She's got a lot of trauma to unpack, that is for sure. I feel like she's just going to bring the like Dusty's child independent woman energy at the end of that next season. She's going to run off into the sunset and just follow her dreams, honey. <laughs> And, you know, we've never really seen her single. She's always been with somebody. And I feel like, you know, I feel like maybe she has some single solo growing to do. Um, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, she needs to go to you some know, clubs, kiss some frogs. <laughs> you know, yes, you do. And you learn things. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's funny. It's funny that people you know, think about that. But I get it. I think I get it. You know, we at the heart of, of it's it's such a strong emotion, like love and romance to, to be attracted to in the show. So I get it. I think it's just because people just love the characters so much. They just want to create this like happy ending for them. And it's yeah, so clear happy. that you yeah. yeah, I want some happiness. We need some happiness in Hawkins. And like, and I think people just For love sure. these characters so much. And I think it's because it comes across as well that you are such a strong community behind the scenes as well. What have you learned from growing up and growing into yourself alongside these amazing people in your life as well? And when has that community really helped you as well? Gosh, yeah. I mean, you know, I think most of us came into the show quite green um you know in terms of our, our careers hadn't worked on anything sort of this massive um and you know we're working with really you know the, the older actors in the show like david harbour and winona you know they're very talented and there's a lot to learn just from being around them and working with them and 
you know, just seeing how everything is, is conducted and it is a nice set that's, that's, um, you know, very grounded. But I think just the, the reaction to how the show, you know, came out and really sort of was an overnight success, which still blows my mind a bit, but there was no, you know, I, I think if, if I didn't have that, this group of people going through the same thing at the same time together, you know, it's a very unique, specific experience to have. And, you know, I think the fact that all of us sort of experienced it together is really, um, you know, comforting and, and sort of lovely and I think bonding in a way because it was, you know, it's literally like overnight sort of being recognized on the street, which for someone, I'm an introvert really by nature. So it's a bit like, what? Um, so it's, yeah, it's nice to have people to, to talk to and share, you know, experiences with. I am absolutely in love with Guerlain's new Abbey Royale Double R Renew and Repair Advanced Serum. 96% of its ingredients are naturally derived and it's enriched with precious active ingredients. Honey is key. The serum lifts, smooths, brightens, refines your pores and firms the skin. To get yours, head to Guerlain.com or the Guerlain Boutique in Covent Garden, London. The series just tend to get darker they get bigger they get scarier they're getting longer as well the episodes are like in time movies now and i think that it's literally it's literally taking on so much and it covers so much how do you deal with living in such not only an intense schedule when you are doing it but also such intense subject matter as well and what's been the most testing part of filming the show for you yeah, I mean, yeah, filmmaking is such an interesting world. And I think particularly this last season, um, you know, with the pandemic really changed our, our schedule and how we shot things. Because normally we'll block shoot, we shoot like two episodes at a time, you know, over like a, maybe like six or seven, maybe even eight month period. But this was, we started in January 2020. And I think I wrapped in what like august july or august of 2021 like it was a very long time and i think it was very spread out so you know honestly there's just some days where you, you show up to work and all you're doing is just like running and, and crying and screaming and then like that's your day and that's just like like little you're shooting all these intense things and in like little sequences so i think you know the ability to like you know having to stay in that or like come back to it, like find it again and over and over and over, you know, so many days of just being this heightened state of like, you know, um, just like physical mental stress. Uh, it can, yeah, it can, it can be taxing. I mean, it's, I feel very fortunate because I mean, you know, I was working within like a, like a pretty big group of actors this year. So, and they're very fun and, you know, we keep it very light between um, most of these scenes and moments and you kind of can keep the ball in the air. Um, so that's really helpful. But yeah, there, there's, you know, there's definitely days where you're, all you're doing is just like breathing and crying and staying in like this dark, scared space. Uh, but you know, you're an actor, that's what you do. It's, it is, there is a fun in that, but it does get, yeah, it can be, it can be exhausting. So I think it's really about all the people that you're, 
you're working with and just, you know, being really proud of, of being a part of this show because, you know, I think we're all also fans, you know, the actors, we love working on it. Um, very like humbled to be a part of it, but you know, fans, I think it's, you know, luckily we all think it's really good. So that's always nice. Mm. And I guess like you're saying, if you're running around screaming for most days on end, it does look like the most, it looks like it's a very testing thing for your physical strength as well. What do you think this role has taught you about your physical strength and how's your relationship with kind of body image and physical strength kind of changed and developed in your own life as well to feel like you can put yourself through that yeah i mean for nancy like you know like we were saying before but you know gun there's something about like you know i'd never shot a gun before and there's something really like whoa i can do that i can you know we this year we had a tank and you know swimming in this tank i'm not a strong swimmer either um yeah i think it's it's you know you look back and you're kind of like oh i did all of those things in the moment you're just kind of like okay this is this is what we're doing today um but uh, you know i nancy's become a, a lot more actiony which is not at all what i you know when i when i started the show it's not at all like where i thought it was going to go mm. but it's really you know it's it's sort of proven to me like yeah i kind of love doing stunts and i want to learn to do more stunts and there's something about being you know strong and, and and confident and capable in your body and being able to like do these things and get thrown around and maneuver yourself and, and be a pretty like physical um presence i mean i'm i'm always learning on the show which is really nice it's it's a bit of a you know i think for all of us it's a bit of a learning training ground which um again is not something you always get as an actor um but yeah, I think in, in Nancy, she's also doing a lot of things in heels, which I never wear heels. Um, so that's, you know, running in heels and running in these like slingback flats. And there's, there's a lot of that going on. So that's, you know, that's, that's something, um, you know, they're like, yeah, I, I can do that. I've done that. Um, I can do that. But it has, it has really turned me on to the idea of doing more action things. So I keep throwing out there like, yeah, I'd love to do an action film just because they're, yeah, there's something really gratifying about doing a stunt and like feels good and it looks sick in the camera and it's a very different um world than i tend to operate in as an as an actor and uh, we need to manifest this view we need to manifest this action queen <laughs> status let's make it happen but like physical strength is so related to mental strength as well and mm. like i think they're so intrinsically linked to what have been some turning points in your relationship with your mental well-being as well and looking after yourself and and expressing yourself in your inner voice yeah you know i think the pandemic was really you know enlightening time for um for a lot of people but but for me as well i've, I've gone to therapy you know in, in different points of my life but um i went i went back to therapy during the pandemic which was one of like the best decisions I think I've ever made for myself. Um, it's just, so, I'm such an advocate. I think it's such a nice space um, to give yourself, um, you know, that, that inward compassion, honestly. Um, and I think in this, you know, in this industry and with sort of the, the visibility of, of this show and, um, you know, for me, like, yeah, like I said, being an introvert, I think 
you know, it helps me figure out what my boundaries are, which I think boundaries are really important things. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, just to stay, to stay afloat. So it's, you know, it's, it's a constant learning process, but I, yeah, for me, it was, it was definitely like, okay, I need to like, I need to take it back inwards and, uh, you know, just like have a conversation with myself and keep that, keep that dialogue open. And it's, it's, I mean, for me, it's been just really, really a good thing. Mm. I mean, this podcast is all about power and finding your power. Mm. Do you think you found your power now? And when do you think that power has been tested the most? Interesting. Um, Yes, in some ways. I I, I think the thing that I've learned is is that, you know, we're, we're always growing and and changing and you know things are momentary um but i think there's power in 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 the thought of being able to grow constantly like where you are now you don't you know you can you can be somewhere else tomorrow or the next week and you you know it's not linear um you know so i think in that there's a lot of there's a lot of gentleness and i think forgiveness um and yeah just self-compassion and just being like nice to yourself and i think there's you know there there's a lot of power in that like you know self like self-love i think sometimes like that was always a bit before i don't know like let i you know feels a little funny sometimes but like self-compassion or just being like kind and just being like gentle and and open with yourself that's something that i've, I've you know, definitely um, tried to nurture for, you know, the past handful of years. Mm. And giving yourself grace to, like, go through the harder times and understand that and to understand the growing pains as well is so important because I think it's not all easy. And, like, to become the kind of ruler of your own life is a difficult thing. And also taking control of your own narrative too and carving out your own path, especially in a world that you work in where all the time it's kind of so many external and internal criticism going on at the same time. When do you think you became the ruler of your own life and took control of your narrative, would you say? Oh, gosh. Um, (laughs) In my 20s, I think. I mean... Yeah, it's, I don't know, it feels very like, oh, am I? Um, but yeah, yeah, I think I am. I, again, I do think going to therapy, like really, it just put it just put me back in touch with with myself, and I think that's the most powerful thing. Is like, you, I I think it's very easy to feel tugged in a million dire- like directions, and who am I, and who am I really, and what do I like, and what do they want from me? And I think getting back in in touch with that, you know, who you who you are, which again is transient and like, you know, moving and, and uh, changing all the time, just being in touch with that, like, you know, like that gut, that like, that energy, I think is, um, I think that's like, you know, when you're, when you're there, I think you can really handle anything, um, you know, mm. like when you have that in like peace with yourself. Yeah, that is the goal. And I guess as well that that's come at a time where you found so much huge success with this show I mean it doesn't really get much bigger than Stranger Things and then you do your indie projects as well and you cover Mm -hmm. like it really feels like you're carving out an amazing career that you are dictating and you're doing what you want to do and you're choosing the work you want to do which is so amazing to see 
with the backdrop of all that success, how do you think your definition of success and failure has changed and your relationship with the idea of what a failure could be seen to be as well? Yeah, as an actor, it's it's a funny, like anytime I think you mix like art and business, it's it's a really odd, um, can be contentious sort of relationship because, you know, that's, yeah, it's how do you, define success and I think you know there's a bit of a like (laughs) success feels like a like you know you've reached the top of the mountain you did a good job that's you're done you know so it feels it feels sort of like a false goal in the sense where it's like you can't I don't you know if you ever really get there I think it's it's a lot more about um the journey and maybe like letting go of what you yeah what you think of as like success and and goals i've you know i've found a lot in just um you know the the little events of life that don't go exactly how you thought they would if you stay open you know you can learn a lot and maybe something you didn't expect i always think sometimes in this world like creativity which for me is kind of what what always fueled my like love of acting and everything and you know sometimes the the things that let you be the most satisfied there aren't the things that are deemed you know as as success in like the larger sense that people look at so i think you know i'm still in my 20s like there's a lot (laughs) because there's a lot of things to figure out but there's you know, I think it's, it really kind of sometimes just boils down to like, what like feeds you, what feeds the good parts of you. And sometimes it's not always the thing that um, people expect or, or want or ask from you. I love that. It makes so much sense because it's almost comes back to this idea that kind of like what you've been talking about throughout this episode is about doing that work on yourself. Like that's kind of like the ultimate success is having a great relationship with yourself, right? I think so. I really, I really do. Yeah, and it's so it's so amazing to get to that point where you can sit here and say that. And it's been honestly so amazing talking to you today. Like, because I've been geeking out about the show. Like, honestly, my boyfriend is like dying in the other room because he's like the biggest, biggest fan of you. He's like, oh my god, I can't believe you're talking to her. So thank you so much for taking the time out today. But before you skip off to go slay some more monsters. She <laughs> said, so on another casual working day, <laughs> we always end on this question, and that is in the reign of a life, what is the one rule you'll always live by? Ooh, one rule. Um, I just watched everything everywhere all at once. I don't know if you've seen it, but there's there's a moment where it just talks about just be kind, you know? It's a very like, it's it's very simple and it's but it is like be, just be kind just choose kindness like most situations even especially with yourself like it's just like it it opens up when you choose like love and and kindness and i i don't know in some ways it sounds really like cliche and and obvious but it really like once you sort of internalize that not that you have to have it maybe all the time people were humans you know but like i think that's a good think that's a good rule to live by yeah i love that that's a stunning rule to live by and especially not only kindness to others but kindness to yourself too because that's where the real work begins right easy to forget easy to you know easy to lose sight of for sure amazing honestly thank you so much for joining me you're amazing and i can't wait to see what you do next 
so lovely to talk to you. Thank you so much. Thank you for the question. Thank you so much for joining me for another amazing episode of Rain. I really hope you found something to take away from this episode. And if you have, let me know. You can always get me on socials at Josh Smith Hosts. I love to hear from you. And as always, if you've enjoyed this episode, please like, rate, subscribe, or follow wherever you get your podcast from. And more importantly, please share this with someone you think needs to hear it. Let's get those convos going and I'll see you next time. <laughs>